Hello everybody and welcome to another monthly episode of What You Think. And today we are going to give out awards, so to speak. I am joined by Fez and we're going to discuss the Oscar nominations and who we want to win. But going off that, we're going to give a far more prestigious award, which is the What You Think Award, which is decided by two people, me and Fez. (laughs) Uh, because Jang does not care about giving awards. <laughs> if it was his award show, it would probably just be a top-down <laughs> maverick sweep. Best picture, best actor, best actress, everything. Uh, me and Fed see a lot more movies, I guess, than him. And we sort of like the discussion around the Oscars. Mm. But hi, Fez. Welcome back. How you doing? I'm doing really good. I am alive, guys. I've been quite busy. But I still watch things and I'm alive. And it's good to be back after so long. But how are you, Momo? No one asks how you are. Oof. <laughs> uh, let's, let's not do that right now at the moment. Let's just talk about the categories uh, and who we wa- who our What You Think Award would go to. And you know, I've realised I'm not the smartest tool in the shed because we're starting at Best Picture. And usually people have that as the last, you know mm. what I mean? But I see Fez has some thoughts about movies in general, but do you have any thoughts about the year in film that was 2022? Mm, okay, first of all, we're recording this live. So we are both in the same room. So this is a cool thing. Second thing, um, if I'm going to be honest, this is 2022 was kind of like the weakest year for movies for me personally, because I didn't see a lot of movies or a lot of movies didn't really appeal to me. Like I just, I checked my letterbox. I only watched 25 movies <laughs> last year. I mean, I guess my life has been so busy and hectic that it's quite hard to find the time now to watch movies, both blockbuster and small indie movies. I feel like it really has to be the storyline or the cast. Both of them have to be really good for me to get up and go to the cinema to watch it or even to stream it on any streaming services. I just, I don't know, I also feel like it's so hard to watch indie films these days because like indie films are just so not accessible to the mass audience. Like it's either out late but we don't know it because of its poor marketing or it's not available (laughs) on a lot of streaming services and I just feel like it's just very hard for me these days to like especially indie films to get up and watch so honestly for me like weakest movies for me can i put you on the spot with a question yeah go for it did you watch um did you hear about the two leslie controversy no i haven't okay now basically it's the the best one of the best actress nominations was i andrea risen oh the one that she was not that people are like, oh, she she, she had like a weird yeah. ma- grassroots marketing campaign, right? Uh, so just now when you were talking about indie films, I was like, oh yeah, I remember that. I'm, but I feel so bad for her during the Oscars, you know, if they make fun of her joke. You know, uh, that, I feel, I don't know why. They're that, definitely going to. That just makes me really sad for her. But no, when you said, you only watched 20, but see, I think me and you, we count stuff differently because I'm looking at your letterbox <laughs> list and you put movies like streaming or stuff that, you know, what's this movie? Fresh? The School of Good and Evil, like, we actually, we, I actually only have 25 movies on mine that are boxed. Oh, really? But I don't, I don't really include films that are, like, streaming films, like Disenchanted. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't include oh. that. I, the only movie I watched on, out of the 25 films that I watched in cinemas was Super Pets. I watched that online, and I put The Adam Project for some oh. reason. So there's only, technically, yeah, there's only, I, I have a very weird criteria of 
can't think what I oh, see as a movie. So yeah, we will have a interesting debate if we discuss if Netflix or streaming services movies are. I guess I don't know. I just see them as less, less, or less of, which is kind of sad. But anyway, let's just jump into what we think our what mm. you think best picture nom- winner is. So wait, but let's talk about the Oscar nominations. Who do you think is going to win? In terms of who I think is going to win, best picture. Yeah. I have a feeling it really might be everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, like that has won like the critics awards. Not did it win Golden Globes? I th- no, I think Fablemans and I I I, I think oh. Fablemans won. For oh. best drama, but I'm not quite sure about comedy or musical. Might have been, might have been. Mm, but it it did win critic award. I think, yeah, I think for like so. best yeah. movie. But I honestly think it deserves the win. It's such a, it's such a unique movie, and it's it's crazy. But it's the <laughs> best, it's the best type of crazy. It honestly takes creativity and talent to a whole new level, and it's it's films like this that gives me hope for the dying film industry. With it like so much creativity and everything mm. from its storyline and how it's just technically so well done and even if it's cinematography and like talented acting i think it's honestly the best i think it deserves best picture to it deserves to be what it deserves to win for best picture and for me it's my best picture of 2022 you know i've rewatched the film after seeing it in april and i still have the same issue which is like you know, the thesis statement of the movie is about kindness, right? Mm. I, I still, when I watched it again, I was like, okay, it goes on way too long in the end. Like, you made your point, let's move on. So I felt like it loses a lot of the oomph that it did because mm. it just, it probably needed to be cut down by like a bit of 10 minutes. But that's so nitpicky. And if I had to choose also, if I was, I'm not a part of the Oscar nomination <laughs> voting people, but... I would give it to everything everywhere at once for a lot of the sentiments that you said. I think it's just such a different film, you know? It's such a breath of fresh air, really. And it's a kind of film that you hope wins because it doesn't... You know, when you think of the Oscars, it's like, oh, it's about the drama and a sad film about this and that and blah, 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 you know? But this is kind of that fun, zany injection, but it also has that, because the themes of this film are, you're dealing with generational Mm. trauma, trauma, I'm thinking of the Jamie Lee Curtis meme, where she's like, trauma, 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 (laughs) but these are some heavy, heavy themes that it does with, but it does it in such a deft hand, and I I think this movie, the direction, the writing, the performances, it is, uh, I think the title sums it up the best. Everything, everywhere, all at once. I would also not be mad if the Fablemans won. I adored the Fablemans. I had the chance to see mm. it. So I'm not sure if I'm suffering from recency bias. You know, when you see something and mm, you're like... Yeah, I get that. I get that a lot. But I think going into this movie, I'm like... I- I'm very jaded with the whole filmmaker wants to be a filmmaker story, you know? Like, I mm. saw Empire of Light. You know, I I didn't really care for that, yeah. you know? I really like Babylon. But the stuff in Babylon that didn't work for me is the stuff with Brad Pitt. So a lot of the movies like Brad Pitt's like, oh, boo-hoo, I'm an actor out of my prime and I'm like, I don't care, you know? Mm. But over here, and that was my biggest worry going to this. It's like, oh, boo-hoo, I'm Steven Spielberg and I can't do my filmmaking thing, drama. But this I should, this movie is about, I, I, I've, I, what is, how do I say? It's really a family drama about divorce and seeing how... I felt this movie was sort of transcendent because actually before the film you know what happened he what? did like a little there was a little Spielberg intro where he's like hi thanks for coming to see my movie in the cinema my most personal story yet oh, you know he, really? that, that little thing so that kind of not obviously overshadowed the film but I came with the perception like oh okay I guess this is sort of his 
him wearing a heart on his sleeve and it really does feel like his most personally he, he lives up to the name and i i don't want to give too much spoilers but there's it, it really is it's less a movie about filmmaking and more about de- uh, knowing that he's looking back sort of examining it's kind of like marriage story in a lot of ways oh, okay. examining that family breaking apart and it does it in a really Ooh. beautiful way and there's also that undertone of film right i i still haven't processed it a lot but it has something very interesting it's not no when you think about these movies that go on about film it's always about like <laughs> escapism you know what i mean yeah, yeah. it's very borderline basic like okay cool but i, I don't know how to describe it but film here is oh, the power of capturing something is used in such a effect that i didn't expect that was mm. really heartbreaking that i don't want to spoil that i was just surprised and i'm going to talk more about the fable moments when we get to best actor so i would be happy with everything everywhere are the fable moments winning i'm i'm quite curious you know the fable moments mm. like is it worth going to the cinema to watch it is it worth the cinema i i would think so screen? because you get uh steven's he does like little home movies you know like yeah. so you get that you actually get that scale you know it's quite really? epic Because, you know, like, as a filmmaker, he does, like, little home movies when he's a child. So he recreates some of that. And it's fun. Mm. There's, there's uh, I can't, oh, there's a really good scene with a lot of spectacle, honestly. But, yo, I think, why is he go to the cinema? Because you want to see the performances on the big screen. Michelle Williams and Paul Dano, wonderful in the film. And I'm going to touch on the main actor later. But seeing these, I think that you like Marriage Story. You see these just dramatic mm. heavyweights with the largest screen and great sound. It it adds a lot to it. Mm. Uh, yeah, it just it's a wonderful film. But you know, I if I was voting, I would actually give it to Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> so yeah. so Jang lives. Yeah, I actually want to talk about the other nominations. Okay, we can touch that. Like I let's do that first. Yeah. I'm honestly quite shocked that Avatar was nominated. No. I'm seriously quite shocked because no. I thought it was okay. I mean, it's good, but I generally I legit thought it was just. An okay like blockbuster. Mm. I really thought it was meh. Like, but I'm I was actually quite pleasantly surprised that Top Gun was but, nominated. Yeah. But hey, it's a really it's a really really good movie. It I think it deserves to be nominated. Uh, the one that doesn't deserve to be nominated oh. is Elvis. Elvis, you don't like Elvis Presley? <laughs> no, I think. Oh, you didn't like that movie. The I most dis- the most disappointing movie of twenty twenty two. This movie spoke nothing at all. Like it had so much potential to talk about and showcase an Elvis that we haven't seen before an Elvis that hasn't been like talked about in the media but so disappointing bland storyline I have no idea why it was nominated but but I was quite shocked like other movies like Bones and all you Bones and all didn't you would no. think that a small movie like that would be nominated and the hype it would be nominated oh, but, but it didn't get any hype yeah. or it didn't get hype nor yeah it, didn't get, it barely got any traction same with White noise and even... no white noise flopped. I think it no, Bab- I think it does not. It didn't do well. What about, Bab- what about Bab- Babylon? Babylon, I I would have I would have given it if I was voting. It was one of I would say in my if in my top ten of the year maybe it'd be there. Mm. Um, but I think the movie is is very divisive. Mm. I think so. I'm not surprised it didn't get on, but I'm quite sad that it didn't. Mm. But you haven't seen any of the other stuff, right? But I, 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 I Banshees, uh, I don't know. It didn't really hit for me but i wouldn't mind seeing it get some love as well but mm. you know best but best picture i would say i'll give it to top gun maverick i think i've seen it five times at cinema, <laughs> but it it is the perfect package and yeah. it reminds me of why i love going to the I, we've covered this a lot right but 
uh, moving away from just talking about it as an action movie, I think Tom Cruise, I was really hoping maybe he would get in for a best actor. I would have loved to see that for the, for, you know, for the lols, mm. for lack of a better word. But this is a film I think he's never done before because he shows a lot more vulnerability than like, he, he, yeah. I'm Tom Cruise action star. He's like, oh shit, he's aging. He deals with that. But also, the story of the film actually really works. Yeah. The submersive element. And what I mean by that is, the whole movie has this tension of like, no one's gonna die, you know? So, yeah. No, sorry, someone's gonna die. This is an impossible mission. No one's gonna get out of it. But sort of what makes it all feel good is just like, you know, oh, no one did die. Woo-hoo. And, yeah. oh my God, the Lady Gaga song just Ooh. rounding it all off. Like, I think in terms of third act, you know, because you go into the movie thinking yeah i'm gonna see this is why i was you know i've never i was never that excited for top gun i was like he he planes go burr you know yeah but oh my god how cool was it when the when he was shot down and then it's like yeah it's probably one of the coolest because act- i think that's what makes an action sequence you know it's kind of like avatar you know it goes a place where you didn't expect and you're fully invested and you mm. don't know anything could happen i think mm. and i think this is an action movie for the decade yeah, I honestly was never going to watch Top Gun. I had no interest in it until you and Jang watched it. And I was like, okay, I have Because like, when we watched and it, we were like, hype, it's actually good. No, the hype was really, really out there. So when I watched it for myself, I was like, okay, I understand the hype. I think the thing I was really shocked I loved was the plane sequence. Mm. Anything to do with the plane or the jets when the actors were in it and they were actually flying. Yeah. Like, that for me made... The, it was the highlight of the movie. So mm. I think generally a really good action movie and the good thing about this movie is there's not a lot of like like you don't have to think too hard about (laughs) it you know like it's just like you said it's a feel-good movie like movies you don't have to think all the time Mm -hmm. sometimes you're just in it for the ride and like the good feelings and like i'm just yeah i honestly think it deserves it deserves the recognition and the hype and the money (laughs) 1.4 billion i think damn well deserved okay i guess we can jump on to best director i think i'll let you go first uh, I'm, I, I'm not gonna lie, I think a lot of them is gonna be everything, everywhere, all at once, to be honest. So, like, just out there, a lot of the wins are gonna be everything, everywhere, uh, all at once. So, for Best Director, I think, it, they were nominated, I believe. Daniel Kwan and Daniel Schweinhardt, the Daniels, yeah. The Daniels, the Daniels definitely, I think they deserve it because even though, I know I can't speak for the other movies, but I, but based on what I watched, I, in, for everything, everywhere, all at once. I think it's one of the most tech, most complex yeah. in terms of technicality out of everything that I've seen so mm. far. And I like how they had like a clear vision because this is a very, very complex movie. Yeah. If your vision is not clear, it can really mess up. But they had a clear vision and because of that, they're able to direct it really well. And like there was so, they had to direct so many different versions mm. of like the characters and the storyline. So the fact that they were d- able to direct each one of them really well and then put it all together in this beautiful chaos is amazing. So I think, I honestly really think they deserve it because it's a very hard film to direct and to think about all those different aspects of the movie. So I think, I honestly really think they deserve it. And when we talk about direction, a lot of it is working with the actors, right? Mm. And what they're able to do, I think you said, not only for the worlds that they built, but the different actors. Michelle, you know, one minute she's like a bit grumpy. Um, other The other minute she's like, uh, it's not that hard for her, I guess, Hong Kong Asian superstar. Mm. Marshall, she, she's, she's already there in real life, but especially I think, we're going to touch on it for Best Actress, but the end scene with her, you know, in all the places mm. that I could be, the range that they had to balance. I wouldn't, the thing is with, with the Oscar nominations or like giving them accolades, it's like, I never 
feel like I I know I I think everyone deserves if they I wouldn't be mad if anyone won. So I would say I don't have a, I if I had to vote, I might give it to Spielberg. I think. Oh. Just I mean, he, does he really need it? But I think the Fablemans because this. I don't. I can't really spoil it, but let's just say, scenes of incredible tension and catharsis. You know, mm-hmm. let's say coming to terms with, um, it's hard. Okay, for people who've seen it, there's a dinner table scene. There's a scene where he confronts a bully, and also a scene where he, right at the end, uh, where he, it felt very, it really hit me. I think because it's just it's a coming of age story about someone a young person trying to navigate the complexities of growing up you know with a troubled family life but also that dream that he wants to pursue against or also yeah i think this is steven spielberg telling a side of him that we never really thought because you know it's like in fail you think so a lot of this movie i think rides on i don't know how much i would like this movie if it was just like here's a fictionalized drama of a coming to age movie about boy and family that sort of thing but knowing the context behind it it really is quite uh, it's really a st- stirring portrait of examining or of someone that we think we know but we really don't know and yeah and I I don't really want to spoil it because I think Fez might watch it because it mm. seems like I'm just <laughs> I, they really should pay me money to <laughs> advertise the Fableman so I wouldn't be mad if Spielberg won I think you're not giving James Cameron enough credit <laughs> I think he does <laughs> James Cameron you know, we think of him as visual effects whiz kid, yeah. world builder, but I think he does a lot of great stuff with the performances here with the actors, you know. This move, I've seen Avatar now three times. I think I've tapped wow. out. It's, it's a, that's a nine hours, it's just a 40 Holy minutes cow. of blue people. <laughs> Damn, three times. I've seen it three times. And really, the actors in this movie really sing. I'm thinking of that. I, you know, I don't feel bad about spoiling Avatar because $2.3 billion worth of oh, money has yeah, seen it. But I guess you're cut. I mean, I can... You, uh... I'm thinking of the final scenes with the death of the sun. I'm thinking of the scenes of... Here's the thing, okay. Here's why I would describe Avatar 2. James Cameron is able to make me care about a fucking whale. <laughs> Honestly, the whale has so much characterization, it's insane. Oh, yeah. It's insane how much characterization he has. That, that, I think that's the... If I was voting, I'd probably give it to I, Jimmy C. I, I can understand where you, where I can see the thing that I, I can kind of understand why he might, he deserves or might deserve the Oscar nominations because like just seeing him how he directed Avatar behind the scenes, yeah. it's very hard when they're just all in the cap cut suit. Mm. So like it's hard to visualize like the world that he imagines in like the final movie. So like him just directing his exact vision and like how he wants how he basically wants how, how do I say this like basically it's just very hard when you don't have what you want in front of you and it's just like a grey green screen or cap cut so I think him just directing that and then it translates quite decently in the final film it's quite it's quite impressive but yeah, you, you didn't like Avatar that much it was, a bit it was, it's okay, was it's good okay. it was good like it wasn't it really wasn't bad it really was good the only thing that I was just dis- just a rehash yeah it's just mm-hmm. a rehash I just I hope it was something different I, it's definitely not a bad film it's good, but there was poten- There really is potential to for be the three, four, five. I better, think. yeah. And honestly, I hate it when they re recycled the you don't villain. Like, you like, and Jang did not like the villain. Yeah, he, no. he went ham about how stupid. I thought it was great. 
No, like, I just thought that I hate. I just thought it was lazy that they recycled the villain. Like, because like we've seen this in the first movie. Like, I wanted them to explore. Are you excited different. for Avatar three? Will you be watching? Probably. I think I will. Since I'm watched the second one, I might as well just watch all five. <laughs> Let's go, James. James Cameron about to be top five box office films. Oh, Avatar one, two, three, four, five. Oh my god. Uh, I will give a shout out to Damien Chazelle also for Babylon. The ending. Do you know what the ending of Babylon is? No. Are you gonna watch Babylon? No. Okay. The ending of the film is so wild that I don't want to spoil it. But you're either gonna love it like me, like I watched it with a friend, and he did not like the ending. He was like, "Bro, they beat you over the head with it," and I was、oh. like, "They did, but I loved it." It when it ended, I just it it's it. I, 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 how do I describe it? It's it's whack. The the ending is wacko, insane. It. It's ambitious AF, but to me it worked, and I think the whole movie sort of the excess of it all, and there's some brilliant, brilliant direct, brilliant directions, brilliant scenes of direction of both comedy and drama, and I'm thinking some of the funniest scenes in of the year might be in Babylon, honestly. The um, I, you know what I think this I think for I I don't know if any I can convince anyone to watch the whole movie. Cause it's and I think it's best watching the cinemas at home. It might be a bit like yeah, because、mm. you're really taken aback by the scale of it and the the sound. It's a loud fucking movie in the cinema,、um, and I think when people sit down at home, when they sit to like twenty minutes of the party scene where there's like an elephant shitting on people and just orgies and dancing, a lot of people might be turned off. So I think this movie's gonna do well on YouTube. If that makes sense, and what I mean, people are gonna see、oh. clips of this film、oh. and go like, yeah, it's not bad. So. I can see that. It, I would say those are, but if I had to vote, I would give it to Spielberg, and but I would be happy for the Daniel Sloan for EAO.、Mm. Um, best actor, you want to go first? Um, yeah, I honestly, even if I could pick any actor in like the, even if I could pick any actor to be nominated,、uh-huh. there really wasn't any that was like deserving of a nomination. So I'm just gonna comment on like the categories. I really think like it's. It was. It's for me. It's between Austin Butler or Brendan Fraser. Even though I didn't, yeah, watch yeah. The, I didn't watch the whale. But like, I can understand why Brendan Fraser would win for the same reasons. I'm gonna think. I think Austin Butler is gonna win for the Oscar nominee for like the Oscars. I think. To be fair, as much as I really didn't like Elvis.、Um, He did transform a lot. <laughs> he transformed a lot, like in the role. I think he did, and he did a decent job, to be honest. Like from the voice, to the acting, to um. Okay, I was. I don't know why my note I wrote singing. The guy barely sang. Did he sing? No, was he, it lip syncing? Lip syncing.、Oh, he didn't even sing, but like his movements and his dance. I think like, um, he. <laughs> I think he did it. I think he did the job, fine. I think he did it well. But there's no Adam Driver in Marriage Story that stood out this year. Yeah, no Adam Driver, and the thing, the reason why I'm also a bit hesitant about Austin Butler. You didn't even win that year. <laughs> oh yeah, who won in Joaqu- that year? No, no, you you haven't seen Joker. You can't say. Joaquin oh,、Phoenix、okay, no, I deserved... can't. I, I can't speak for that.、Yeah. <laughs> But I felt like Austin Butler, like I, I felt like when he acted in Elvis, like it was kind of mimicking. He didn't put his own interpretation, similar to like my thoughts of like the people acting in the Crown season five. No one put their own interpretation. It was just this. Cold like,、um, hello. Just, yeah. Hello, mummy. <laughs> like this cold like、um, imitation. Imitation、yeah. of it. So as much as I really am mad, I think I think Austin Butler 
might win. And if you had to give an award, yeah, sure, why yeah, not? Yeah, why not? And I think Brendan Fraser might have... Brendan Fraser and Austin Butler, I heard they have, like, the same, like... Neck and they're, neck. they're quite close to winning because I heard similar things about Brendan Fraser for... I, with the same comments. I think you haven't been in tuned or seen, seen Banshees. I think Colin Farrell has a really good chance of winning for people who've seen the Banshees of Inishirin. I would say I agree with you in terms of, like, nothing really stood out to me in terms of, mm. oh, man, best actor, but... Uh, Banshees, uh, Banshees is like an 8 for me. I think it's a really smart, interesting film. But I think some of the stuff... It was supposed to be like an analogy for Ireland, the whole... The, the, oh, the, it's, also some, it's also about friendship. And, right? That angle really worked for me. The Yeah, like about kindness. There's a lot of comments about that. What is it? It takes two to tangle. There are a lot of interesting themes there. I don't know if all of it really uh, works for me, but mm. uh, I would say Colin Farrell was great in the film. Uh, you know, it's all in the eyes, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. And the range that he does in the film, when I'm thinking of the... There's a great scene in the bar of... Also, like, Kihi Kwan and everything everyone wants yeah, everything everywhere all wants about choosing kindness, it works there, but something happens in the midway of the film where he starts to show that anger and again it's all in the eyes you see it mm. also the transformation there is really sad what's the word i'm looking for Gr- throwing all the adjectives i guess you know grief yada yada, yada. colin farrell shows the range in banshees and i think i definitely love to see him get some love for that but also speaking of the fablements i was really impressed with gabriel labelle who plays sammy fableman who i guess is the steven spielberg Okay. Version, you know, that, that version of Spielberg, but the movie really does rest on him, and there are scenes that I really related to. You know, young teenage angst. You know what that means? It's like that sort of where, where the the kid is just sort of really angry at the whole world, you know, mm. because of the circumstances that happened to him. That that's like midway during the film, and he sells it so well. You know, I'm like slightly emotional thinking about it. I'm like, oh my god, that is so sad. Um, it's again, it's all it's all in the eyes, bro. Good acting. There's a great scene again of catharsis with where he confronts the bully, and that really stung with me. Sort of, I yeah, I don't know why, but it's kind of like, but he he has to explain why did he do something. And he's just like, I don't know, and he gives a, a amalgamation of reasons. I'm like, oh, that that well, I, I I can somewhat relate to that. And also, he has to bounce off an incredible cast. He's dealing with Michelle Williams. He's dealing yeah. with uh, Paul Dano, and he manages to hold his own. He sells the. Uh, just the drama of it all, you know. But um, I, I would say Colin Farrell. I haven't seen The Whale. I haven't seen Elvis. I haven't seen a lot of stuff. So I would. But say, honestly, you've seen more stuff than me. Mm, honestly, let me think. From the London Film Festival, I think we said yeah, Adam Driver's good, but nothing special. Yeah. Empire of Light, nah. Um, nah. So I would say not not the strongest year for actor because I haven't seen The Whale. But Colin Farrell, I'd be happy for him to win. Mm. And I would love. I would have really liked to see. Gabriel LaBelle get some love for the Fablemans mm. but anything else to add for this or should we go to actress I can go to actress uh, I think it should be quite short Michelle Yeoh oh hell yeah Michelle Yeoh come on <laughs> like her role was like so complex she had to play so many like I think a hundred million versions <laughs> of herself and that takes a lot of skill mm. you know and I felt like this role really helped Michelle Yeoh like shine in her acting range and see how talented she is and like it really does like portray it really does broaden her skill range a lot which like I haven't really seen a lot in her other movies but I feel like with this it really did push her for the best and I also love that she put her own even though it's an original character 
I do love that I could still see that she puts her own interpretation, her own perspective. Even I, I could tell in some scenes her own experiences. Yeah. And I think that's shined a lot. And I, she deserves to win. And I hope, I think she might, I think she will. And she's just going to make history for us Asians. And she's going to make Malaysia proud. So... Malaysia Bole. Malaysia Bole indeed. I would say apparently Clay, Clay, Clay Blanchett is really good in Tar. I haven't seen oh, Tar. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> but, so I, I don't know if Michelle Yeoh is a lot, but again, just as I think everything you've said, this is a role of a lifetime, I think. Mm. And she proves that if given the opportunity, anyone can shine, you know? And I think uh, we've all talked about representation and how important it is, but just seeing how well she can excel and sing uh, it just it speaks to how much more opportunity she wasn't given this opportunity and, and I think the golden glow speech she gave reflected that but even take away the story you know I think yeah. that, that's a lot of things with the award show it's kind of political in the sense where yeah. you know there's a story behind the win but if you watch the movie again range but I think I'll just use one line to illustrate it all which is in all the places that I could be I choose to be here with you and the way mm. she sells that climax along with Stephanie she oh man just it tears your heart out right yeah e- Evelyn Wang is a character for the ages and Michelle Yeoh hats off to you but I would say I'm really sad that Margot Robbie did not get a nomination for Babylon oh. she is really she, uh, I haven't seen Itonia. Have you seen Itonia? I have. I did not see that. So this is the first time that I've seen her not be Harley Quinn, you know? Like, oh. she's always like, hey, I'm Harley Quinn and I'm a bit kooky and I'm a bit crazy. Mm. And she does that in Babylon. Like, oh. that sort of energetic dance, you know, like Life of the Party, that sort of thing. But she also shines in the quieter moments, you know? Okay. That the, That's the silent moments is when I go. Like, she really does have the range, you know? Was she nominated for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? And I don't think so. And Yeah, the, yeah. That role she was quite... Did you like that movie? I don't know. Mm, no. I've, I'm sad because I dragged my parents to it. Oh. I think, oh, I have a really funny story about that movie. But like, yeah, I have a friend. He brought his parents. They left like two thirds. Wow. I mean... I understand. But here's why you don't watch that movie with your parents. How many times can you see feet? There's a lot of feet. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a bit That's awkward. Tr- yeah, it's true. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Margot Robbie, I wish she got some recognition. I think she's fearless in this film. Mm. She really goes for it. And there's a great thing in the party scene where she just dances and her she she, she the, the camera sort of not stops but just focusing on her dancing for one minute and there's so much reason that it could look ridiculous but the way that she sells it with her presence is chef's kiss um best supporting actor i think we'll also be in agreement kihi kwan i think oh my god yeah exactly kihi kwan like i don't even need to watch the other films for <laughs> to, to say this because like his acting even though it was a side like role mm. like kind of like secondary character he was still phenomenal and i think when you talk about everything everywhere all at once like he's quite underrated you know and like i, I think he delivered such a he delivered it so well in playing yeah. a sweet and hopeful guy and a playful guy even but at the same time the sadness there's so much like but he has mm. to divorce her like you know, sad- when he's confronted with the divorce papers. Yeah, the sadness. And even yeah. like, he is blur a lot of the time. <laughs> but I love that he's able to capture that all so beautifully. Mm. And honest, I really love watching his speech whenever he wins. And I, I do get a bit emotional, whether that was the Golden Globes or yeah. the Critic Awards. Because just hearing the journey he had to go through after he wasn't employed, after Indiana Jones and... 
think it's, Goonies after that. Yeah, but the fact that he hasn't had any work since the 1990s, and it was only like 35 years later that They he got a him. big role mm-hmm. like this. It's just... Yeah, no, he's in everything. I think he's going to be in Loki season mm, 2. He's going to be in Loki. He's he, there's be... a show with him and Destin Daniel Cretton, I think. Mm, there's one also with... The Michelle Yeoh, there's a show called, United, right? It's called American Born yeah, Chinese yeah, yeah. on Disney+. Plus, But it's just so inspiring yeah. to see his journey and what he's been through. And yet he's still so humble mm. about it. So I feel like after this, I'm... I hope he gets more work and yeah. I'm just very excited for him in this like in his like acting career. I'm just yeah, I'm all hopes on him honestly and he deserves it truly. I, you know what I like about good performances is that you can take a scene and it illustrates everything you need to know about that performance and I think be kind, you know. Mm. When you say that you're like oh yeah, that scene just Ooh, but you know everything everywhere at once there's so much going on with the multiverse shenanigans without Michelle Yeoh without Stephanie Hsu without Kihi Kwan they ground the film they you do know? It, within that humanity and give just really make the movie soar with the emotional mm. uh, oomph of it all like that yeah. um, I, I, but I would add you know I, uh, I would say honestly Brendan Gleeson Mad Eye Moody oh. he was in Banshees uh-huh. he's the foil to Colin Farrell's character. Oh, oh him! I honest, honestly, now oh, I'm him. thinking about it, I'm kind of thinking of the spot, but I think he impressed me more than Colin Farrell, now I think about it, because uh, I think he, he just gave a bit more of a more interest, he had a more interesting character to dive into, oh. if that makes sense. Uh, I'm, I'm, th- I'm thinking of the scene where he, he has to, not that frustration, I think, that frustration and a mix of I kind of sad desperation if that makes sense why he's doing what he's doing he sells that really well and it, I'm, I'm very conscious about the fact that people may not have seen it but uh, he, he gets a lot to dig into and it's a it's really subtle but it's something that I greatly appreciate yeah so I had uh, Brendan Gleeson I, I, would, I would also not mind seeing him win but I'm looking at best supporting actor uh, Judd Hirsch in The Fablemans mm. he's in the movie for one scene and you want to give him a nomination? No, no, no. I know. I think it's. I, I get why he might get a nomination. He does steal the scene. He's oh. really great in it. He adds that energy. But I think Paul Dano also deserves some love. And you know how we talk about like sometimes you don't really give an Oscar for that role, but you give it for the body of work, right? Yeah. So for Colin Farrell, he's done so much in the past, especially, and this year he's such a great year with the Batman. Paul Dano in the Fablemans, he I think it's a really tough role also, and he pulls it off as well. Just. Oh man, that sadness and the I think the end climax scene that he has to sell just he breaks your heart really. Uh, I would and also he was really good in the Batman. <laughs> yeah, he was Colin great as the Riddler. Or... Uh, Paul Dano Riddler. Oh, Riddler. he was the Riddler. Yeah, really. Yeah, was, oh, yeah. I would. I think the Riddler. I, I feel like. Oh. I I don't think people gave the Riddler much love honestly as a villain. I think he's up there with. In the Dark Knight, the Joker. It was an excellent film. So I'm sad you didn't get more. But not relevant to this. Um, let's jump to Best Supporting Actress. Who do you have? I have... I think we're the same, right? Angela, Angela Bassett. Bassett. Yeah. Like, definitely her. Like, she was really powerful in Wakanda Forever. I love how expressive she was. I love how raw her mm. emotions were in the movie, which is the highlight of the movie. Like, I honestly... She... 100% deserve it. But I also think Stephanie Chu mm. did a good job in portraying the struggles of a teenage girl in <laughs> everything, everywhere, all at once. And 
she even brought some depth to it compared to other portrayal teenage girls in mm. other movies, I believe. But even though it was good, because they don't they don't deal with that sadness, do they? Not a lot of the like it's angst, but there's nothing behind it. But with yeah. her, it's deep down, you know, just want to be loved. That's all. Yeah, especially want to be understood. Yeah, especially the bagel scene and the rock scene. I feel like that really emphasized yeah. it more. But even though she was good, <laughs> performance was really good. Mm. It's seriously not as impactful as Angela Bassett. It. The fact that she made an impact even after watching the movie, mm. I that is why she deserves the win for me. I have. Uh, I'm gonna say do it like this. Bassett as well, but first the UN scene. Oh yeah. You, I mean, we know what you whisper behind these walls. The Black Panther is dead. So that scene, you get the gravitas. You know, like I'm the fucking leader of this nation. Do not mess with us. Mm. The the did I say gravitas or something. Yes, yeah, the, the gravitas of uh, that the, the the regality that poise. You know, sells. Mm. What does she do next? The scene with Shuri on the beach. Oh my god. So it's beautiful. What is it? Close my eyes. Um, imagine the sound waves. Um, your brother. I I don't remember the full scene. I'm sorry, but sorry. and I think one of the most powerful bits was also uh, what did she say? Like, it is a construct of your mind, mother. What construct do you construct? In your... I can't write scripts. What construct is in your mind, right? Mm. If I oh my god, she sells that tenderness that you get from the the queen mother that you would expect that you're like oh my god she's great and oh my god the scene I I think. Okay, I have a question to ask you, so be ready for this, but I am the queen of the most powerful oh, nation. Oh, come on. Yeah, I was about to say that. Oh. Like, that is my favorite scene. I'm, I'm getting goosebumps, like, just thinking about it. My that God. was, that for me sold it. Ooh. Oh. I, mean, I like how I don't even have to explain it. It's just, I, you know. You know, I am queen it, of know. the most powerful nation. Have I not given you oh. everything? Oh, my God. But also even her death scene, you know, I was... Um, what I was it? so shocked she died. I think that really Spoilers. what sells the movie, you know, because you <laughs> yeah. know the sad thing is we all expect how they're gonna do with Chadwick, where you still need that sort of another thing, not curveball, but you know just to, you know I feel bad that um, what's her name, uh, Letitia Wright is not getting enough love. I think she, her as Shuri in this movie, she really steps it up. Mm. It really is a powerhouse. It's similar to I hate I hate the movie with all my heart, but Rise of Skywalker. Same thing with Daisy Ridley and Shuri. You know, this this is their film. They go through the ringer mm. and they have to really sell it. But, um, yeah, Angela Bassett. And even her, no, her death scene, even where she saves the... You know, it really worked when you watch it again. Because you realise she is willing to die to save that child. And it, it's the silence, the sort of... If I remember the scene, she's like swimming with all her might to the top, right? Mm. It, she's just wonderful. You... Queen Ramonda is a G, for lack of a better word. So the question I have for you is, if you are Ed, the Oscar director, what scene are you choosing for her? You know how they play like a little bit? I think I am the queen. I am the queen it's of gonna the most powerful. That. It is gonna be that. Like, no doubt. <laughs> I think it's gonna be that. I will play that too. Mm. Uh, I just want someone to make a comment for Best Supporting Actress. I don't know why are Jamie... We, are we bullying Jamie Lee? I, I think... <laughs> I, I know, I'm sorry, but I don't... Are we I'm, bullying Hot Dog Lover? I, I don't understand. I mean, she was funny. Fine, yeah. She was fine. I don't really remember her role. I do. I mean, it's good. I don't know if it deserves the nominations, yeah. mm. but congrats. Definitely. I, I would say it's... Oh, I think it's a thing I said just now about it's the body of work, right? She's been in this industry for how many years? Finally, her first Oscar nomination is okay, cool. I mean, she does have some great moments. I'm thinking not only just being that tax lady, but having to... I think it's the scenes where she has with Michelle Yeoh where 
they come to terms and they heal. You know, it's not only just the hot dog mustard shenanigans, but it's, I think it's after the laundromat, right? They're talking about the husband and the mm. divorce, and they just have that little bit where they chat with each other about it. Like, oh, I remember my divorce was rough as well. It, okay, fine. I'm not mad about it. I'm not gonna start like, like, okay, good for you. Let's the everything all that everywhere cast sweets. But you know, I'm gonna give a shout out to Elizabeth Olsen. Oh yeah, I think she's great. It you know if 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 it wasn't for Bassett, I would say she's my favorite best support. She 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 should be up there for a Marvel film. Oh 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 oh! You know what, what? who you know who also deserves to be who also deserves her best supporting actress uh, um in Glass Onion. What's her name? Oh Janelle Monae. Oh my god, yeah, Janelle, Janelle Monae! Oh yeah, she deserves it. That she was... she should have. I I was surprised she yeah. didn't get as much traction going on, but eh, it's fine. But she's wonderful in Glass Onion. Yeah. I'm sad it only got like one Oscar now, which is like for screenplay. You know, oh. I definitely. I, I if I was if I was if I was behind it, I'd give it best director. I put it up there for best picture. I put it up for thing. But you know, maybe I think it just feels like a second part. It, I think unlike Top Gun, where it's like sort of transcends. Mm. You know what I mean? Like holy shit, this is miles ahead of the first one. This one's like more of the same, but it's not a bad thing. You know, we all want more adventures with Benoit Blanc, and you're not gonna expect like. Well, how do I say this? Like the powerhouse of the glass onion. So I'm not surprised she didn't get more traction, but she's just the scene where she breaks shit. Uh, who would have thought that a scene of just breaking glass would be some of the most powerful mm-hmm. stuff of the year? So, womp womp, but you're definitely right. Google catch. And I, I yeah, I'm definitely team glass onion. Um, we're talking about best score next. Ooh. Mm. Who are we giving it to? I want to know you. I, I have one, and it's a clear favourite. Honestly, in terms of nom- who was nominated, mm. I I don't like any of the nominations. So, this is the only category which I had my own. Yeah, who? Huh? Which was Top Gun. Risk. Oh, yeah. On- honestly, for me, uh, it was Top I, okay. okay. For me, it was honestly Top Gun. Like, I, I mean, if... Yeah, I just think, like... I mean, for, I did not expect the score to be that amazing. I didn't expect when watching this, when watching Top Gun, that I was so invested in the score. Mm. Like I felt like it complemented the movie so well. The love theme is really good. Like from the emotional parts, from okay, yeah, from the emotional parts to like. Especially when they did the rendition of "Hold My Hand," love it, love it, love it, to like. I think that could be a meme. Love it, love it, love it. I do love it, love it, love it. And then just how it complements the adrenaline from the action scenes. I think Hans Zimmer, Lady Gaga. There's a lot of people. There's Harold Faltermeyer, Hans Zimmer, Lauren Balfe, and Lady Gaga. It's like four people on the soundtrack. You know the reason I know that is because when I ask my Siri to play it, it's like, play this one, Top Gun. They're like, playing from Top Gun by Harold Faltermeyer. I'm like, oh god, there's a lot of people. But for me, it's best score of 2022. I did not, I honestly didn't expect it, mm. but I think it's it's really good. I keep, I do listen to it, like, okay, sometimes. So I really love it a lot. For me, I was quite shocked it wasn't nominated. I was genu- genuinely mm. quite shocked it wasn't nominated. But for me, that's my best score if it had a nomination. What's I, yours? I'm going to give a shout out to two things that won. No, I, I would say, um, what do I want to say? forgot who, who didn't get nominated I, I don't think black panther wakanda forever was nominated right oh yeah i think that's a wonderful score as well and we want to talk about rendition the the rihanna theme that plays is like the hmm, hmm, hmm. 
Mm, you don't remember? I didn't even notice it. That, to be I mean, honest. that really worked. That sort of the sad theme, but also the rendition of how they use the the Black Panther. Oh, oh, okay, like the Black Panther. Them playing yeah. around with that also really works. Wait, was it? Not, it was a nominated. I don't think it so. It wasn't right. Yeah, and the funeral score as well. You know, do 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 do. Just sort of the renditions we've seen, but I guess maybe the first one felt so fresh, and this one just—it's not rehash, but playing around with those themes. You know. So yeah, playing around with those themes. Uh, but I would say Babylon's the favorite. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna play a thing from Babylon after this podcast over and you go like, oh wow, sounds good. Okay. But I think Justin Hurwitz is an amazing composer for the ages. Whiplash, La La Land, First Man. Oh. Um, I think this guy might uh, just he makes wonderful music and a lot of the film that the energy of the film you know is driven by the music. There's the And I know I know a lot of people have bullied the theme being similar to La La Land. How does it go? The the name I don't remember. I can't remember. I I know the bully more. No, I can't remember. But yeah, I think um, Babylon has some great. It's a great mm. soundtrack. Just a banger all around. I can't describe, but the music just has a great vibe. You kind of you kind of want to rock your head to okay. it. Does that make sense? But also that tender light motif throughout that. Really gets you in the field. Um, okay, we have two more to get through. Let's see, best original song, "Hold My Hand." I really, I really want Lady Gaga to win, just because I'm a little monster, as the kids say. Mm, and if she does win, it'll be her second win. It'll be her second. See, so second. she won for "Shallow," so she's yeah. winning. Yeah. Wow, but honestly, deserves it. I love the lyrics. Mm. I love how she belts her vo- vocals out. I like. It's a beautiful song. It is. I love how like. It's all about like you, like that unconditional love that you mm. want to be there for this person, and I love how the song is composed. I really absolutely love the movie version of Hold My Hand when it was playing at, at the like, end credits. I yeah, love, it works so well. I love it. Why it's, is it? Yeah. Why is it not out online or streaming? I want that. I would oh. put it on repeat. Mm. I listen to like people creating it on YouTube. I want like the actual audio yeah. on like Spotify or like. So you don't like the Spotify? No, that's what it's good. No, you know, Do, uh, it's that, good yeah. for like you know that feel good thing but yeah. like if you want something emotional epic. and epic and like I definitely like the film version a lot mm. I mean what a high you know when you end the film mm. you have that I, I think it's the when Goose does the on the picture you know and oh, it, yeah. just he starts screaming and you see that plane and it plays over the credits you're like this movie was an experience it was that's why I think When I saw the film, I was like, "Lady Gaga." <laughs> <laughs> you you showed me a movie with plates, but man, she sells it in IMAX, especially. But yeah. I think Natu Natu might have it. The song from um, R R R. You know the is it Tollywood? I think it's a South Indian film. R R R. Have you seen that? That film, I think, is the favorite for what I understand. But I I I hope Lady Gaga wins as a Lady Gaga fan. And I think the last category which you added, best animated film. Mm. What do you have? I I think we have the same. Right? It'll be yeah. It's, ah okay okay. I think if this it's Pinocchio, I definitely. Oh think okay. Oh you have you. Have, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's I think Pinocchio. Be, I mean I hope it it might. But I I mean I I hope it wins mm. because like. It blew me away. You mentioned before, like I oh, I saw it, it at the premiere. He did. You did, didn't you? And you said you mentioned that it was it's dark, and I. <laughs> it's, it's super dark. They kill a fucking kid in a church. Damn. I was like, what? 
Yeah, no, and the World War Two scenes and like the child actors. Mussolini. Yeah, like what's the, like Finnick. exploiting exploiting child actors like mm. that is really dark. But it's the strength of the movie, and I love how it covered a variety of messages. Though you're right, it is a retelling ish. But it's a definitive retelling. Yeah, and it's still refreshing to yeah. watch, you know. And the stop motion animation is just. I don't know how. Like, I don't think you can ever go wrong with stop motion.、Mm. I haven't seen anything that you can. I haven't seen any wrongdoing of stop motion, and it's such a beautiful form of like medium to like tell. It's its own charm. It's so underrated, and like, I understand because it's also very complex and it takes a lot of patience. So, but the the stop motion in Pinocchio it's breathtaking. Like, shout out to the animators. Like, I'm working on it. I believe for years, and I love you and McGregor. And then I think he stole the show with his comedy, and I love his voice when he sang "Better Tomorrows" in his solo. But yeah, I honestly,、uh, Pinocchio really deserves for me to be animated film for、okay. the Oscars. Ah,、uh, I don't know. I think it's、like、really. A, I think it's a. I I said this earlier, but this is a great year for animation. I I there's turning red. Except for Disney. Yeah, I like I'm not gonna like Disney has besides Lightyear、like, and Strange World were the two biggest flops. I know, right? Ah,、uh, it's a fl- it, Strange World flop. I didn't even seen it, but the flop is just so funny. I didn't funny. even know it existed until like, I saw on like the London like buses. Like, yeah, it's not even advertised online. Like that's how like.、Uh, and I have no、is. interest to watch it on Disney Plus as well.、Mm. Um, what else would I add? I would also add that um yeah no Turning Red wonderful film. Uh, Puss in Boots is got getting a lot、I've, of love online.、I've、it is.、Heard. I watched the film and I was just enthralled throughout. It, it's not only just a great animated film, but a re- really great action film, and it deals with some heavy, heavy themes.、Mm. Uh, what is it? Mortality, really? It, and you never thought. I think you made you did not like the trailers when when we saw it before、mm. the Black Panther. But then, like everyone loved it, so now I'm like, I need to watch it to understand like the hype. I would definitely give it a go. I think. Uh, I told Jang this. You know, I think you might give it like a nine out of ten. It's a, it's just a strong animated film that is, it, it's, it's Pixar quality really.、Mm. When I remember how we talked about how, de- con not condensed, but how tightly packed Pixar films are, you know. Yeah. This film, uh, is is Puss in Boots wonderful. Pinocchio. I don't know if I honestly, if I was voting, I'd do a ini mini mini mo. No.、Oh. I think it's that strong of a category, but the edge I would give it to Pinocchio. Actually,、yeah. now I think about it. Or turning red, I don't know. I, don't, I feel like I turning、know. red. I would say maybe Pinocchio because I watched it in the cinema, but that's true for Pussy Boot. But I think Pinocchio just because of I think it's a definitive version of a story we've seen a hundred times. Hmm. I think turning red. It was good. It really was good. It's one of my top ten movies. But I feel like I guess the messages and it's. Themes. It's not as powerful as Pinocchio, so that's why I give it the win. Because I think Pinocchio took a lot of risk、mm. and just went out there with its dark themes compared to Turning Red. But Turning Red is still good. But I think Pinocchio deserves more of the win for the risk it took. Pin. Okay. I'll.、Uh, if I voted. Yeah. Okay. I, I wouldn't be mad if any of the three won.、Mm. If Puss in Boots, Pinocchio, Turning Red. If call it a three-way tie, I'd be happy for it.、Mm. But is that it? Do we have any other thoughts? 
Uh, not really. Like, to be honest, not really. <laughs> uh, any categories? I think we missed. Is there a best screenplay? Any scripts that you want to give a shout out to this year? I would say everything everywhere. Though, I think everything script. everywhere. Like, it's so complex, honestly. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for joining us again on what you think. Um, let's see if any of our predictions come true. I guess. I think we have some good. I I've, I always enjoy talking about the year in review, and I hope if you haven't checked out films like The Fablemans, like Banshees of Inisherin, what else did we mention? People have probably seen everything everywhere on that one. Really? But I would say Fablemans. If you haven't seen Fablemans or Babylon, get on it. Those are two I think mm-hmm. really wonderful films. But this is Momo and Fizz. Bye. Bye-bye. See you whenever we decide to shoot one. <laughs> Bye.